Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Jack's been trying to hire a staff for a long time. I'm like, Mark, come here. Yeah, let me take a quick looky-loo. Well, hey. We're lucky there wasn't a lot of methane going on. Yeah, sploosh, sploosh, motherfuckers. You know, you're not selling me on it. I'm sorry, I'll try and be more inclusive. All right, well, maybe yours is better. Just stay close to me. Okay, the red on his face is just blood. All right, Doran, are you having a stroke? Oh, yeah. That's rancid. If she survives this, she's going to do a throw up. How do you not understand how this works, Rob? Well, does anybody really know Doran's character? It seems so simple on the exterior, doesn't it? But he has brothers, you know. He has brothers. (laughs) He has brothers. He had brothers. I heard about that. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 4, Below the Surface. MVP this week is Jay Colney, who wrote us a wonderful five-star review. They caught up with the show and are now doing an entire re-listen of the series. I can't wait until you hear your name again. Thank you so much for the kind words. Thanks, Jay. If you're looking for a new spooky show, listen to Tiny Terrors, a nostalgic found-footage, fourth-wall-breaking horror anthology. Check it out, and just in time to get in the mood for Halloween. It's pretty spooky. All right, shall we get down to business? Let's do it. Woo! Alex, you have mm. pants suits that you wanted to share with us. Yeah, well, I've got like two. Not you, other Alex. <laughs> hey, that works. We tested it. <laughs> yes, I have three suits that I own, and I wear them to weddings when I, I ask for permission beforehand. You do? Mm. I do. Has anyone ever denied you? No, so far, no. Are they all white? <laughs> They're white, and I wear this veil, and I'm holding your bouquet. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I just try to make it really about Kick me. Kick my way down the aisle. All about accessorizing. So what are the ones you ask for? 
One of them is hot pink. Ooh. Um, yeah. Screaming bright hot pink. One of them is entirely covered in like a fern print, like this oh. elaborate fern print. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is uh, light blue crushed velvet. <gasps> Those all look great. And it's amazing. Magical. Yeah. It is. It sounds like a mix of like Dumb and Dumber and also Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Yes. <laughs> yes. Except that also it's like really shiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like That's I'm covered awesome. in ice. Which one? All of them? No. The pink one's the least shiny, but it's also screaming hot pink. Do you ever mix and match? <laughs> I haven't yet. I feel like it might be a little too aggressive. Now I feel like I need a, a pantsuit. Uh-huh. I highly recommend. I don't have a single pantsuit Don't feel to my peer name. pressure. You're welcome. Be your own person. That's okay. <laughs> That's what I do. But I want mine to be mohair. Ooh. Is a wedding your ideal occasion for a pantsuit, or do you break it out for something else? <laughs> uh, I, wore the, I wore the crushed velvet one to my work Christmas party. Oh, there you are. Hey. Picture I could see it right now. So it's like, this calls for a pantsuit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, I, I don't know. I, maybe there is. I think this calls for for my pants. Leave suit. it to Rob to be like, but what is the appropriate time? I just, I mean, there might be somebody like, hey, whenever I go on a job interview, I really want to stand out. So pantsuit, like, I don't know. Just totally. I'm also picturing it's mixed with cat suit slash jumpsuit. So it's a one piece for you me. Play like too a much romper. Mario Brothers. <laughs> No, that's overalls. <laughs> no, you know when you pick up the leaf or the whatever you turn to a raccoon And shit. then you get a nice romper. Yeah, there's like one where you turn to a cat and, yeah, yeah. and a fire Aww. person and stuff. A romper. It's the yes. whole Mario's theme, you know? I don't know why, but whenever he ate a, a flower, he turned it, he could throw fireballs. Magic. I wish more adults wore just magic? outfits. It, hold on, is Mario o. magic? Is that the carryover? No. No, I think the things around him are magic. I never really questioned it. I've never looked at Mario and been like, I think this man's a wizard. I'm always <laughs> Like, I think this man has temporary magic powers. Yeah, but like, what's the logic But then? wait, are the pipes that he goes through magical? Admittedly, I'm using a bit of the movie to, to I knew frame it. this. But my understanding of Mario was that he was an average plumber <laughs> who went down a large pipe and came out into the Mushroom Kingdom and then fantasy happened. Oh yeah, just some uh, average plumber. But what's the logic between him eating a mushroom and then being able to cast fire you've obviously never eaten mushrooms <laughs> that the fire flower was magical so they are ma- so it is magic Th- thus through magic he could now breathe fire because there was that's what i'm thinking yeah breathe fire so it's a magic game i think he threw fire yeah well he threw so it was he breathing it? it i don't know well he did all of it do you think it's coming out of his mouth or his butt but he also like he could touch a falling leaf or a feather and he would have a magic cape that could make him fly so he's mad so it's magical powers so he's a wizard no i think he's being influenced by magical He's a sorcerer. Yeah. No, he's channeling the magic. Okay, he's... He's a cleric. He's a normal guy. <laughs> so is he a normal... I guess he what is, What class right? is Mario? All he can do is jump. Plumber. So he's entirely <laughs> working. Magic. He's working class. I think it's very clear. No, Mario <laughs> is working class. That's a good joke. A blue-collar hero for all of us. <laughs> agree on that. That's a real plumber. Okay, so then that's fair. So everything about Mario in terms of its magic exists in the world and none of it exists within him. Otherwise, in other words, he's not special. Yeah, I think he's patently he's unspecial. Average. Is that what the appeal was? That he was average? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I can sympathize with that. This Hey, this guy just working a job, nine to five, all of a sudden, bam, in a different world, he gets to eat spe- special things and fly. I was going to say, does Mario 
eat anything like in the franchise apart from a mushroom. Mm. You know well, I, I mean? always took Pixelated it as version? when he like picks up a power up, he's eating. It. But he never he doesn't eat a feather. That's true, and Kirby <laughs> does eat up. it. So he just touches it. Are these things so powerful that you just touch them and you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, the mushroom is just drugs. Maybe he just holds it in an upraised. Is it all drugs? Can. Is that what it is? Is this oh, all, it's an all allegory a fever for drugs? dream? When I look at this animation from the original one, it sure looks like there's something. As you Google, well, I'm, I'm just looking at the flame Mario shoot dot gif from the Mario wiki because, of course, I am. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it's coming out of his mouth to me. I don't. Oh no, it's totally coming from his hand. Let's see this. Yeah, that's his hand. Okay, everybody who's listening, you have to Google. Uh, what are we Googling again? Mario throwing <laughs> something. Well, why does he put his hand up if he's spitting it out? I don't know. Regardless, Mario <laughs> is a great game, and he also has sort of a pant suit, which is like a jumpsuit, which no, could be a pant suit. Overalls. overalls. No, these are all different items of clothing. Yeah, but what makes a di- what's the difference between a pant suit and overalls, other than a jacket? Alex just dropped something in anger. These are overalls. <laughs> oh, no, she was just retrieving oh. a pair of overalls, which were at hand for some reason. Well, what's the difference between pant suit and overalls, then? Tell him, Alex. A pantsuit would be two separate items of clothing, so usually like a jacket and a pair of pants that are matching separate, right. whereas overalls are like one long item, whereas like the pants and the top half are attached, whereas and usually with an overall, it's like a, it's like straps hold it up. That's right. right. Yeah. Because then it would be a muumuu, wouldn't it be? What's the one What's the one that's like a whole no. one piece? Of, jumpsuit. A jumpsuit. Yeah, jumpsuit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Or coveralls. Okay. Like if you wore jeans and a jean jacket, Is that would that be suit? a pantsuit? It's a Canadian tuxedo. Ah, mm-hmm. touche. Yes. Wait, no, that would need a vest. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's a three-piece. <laughs> or a cummerbund. <laughs> you, need a, you need a fucking <laughs> jean cummerbund to make it a Oh, tuxedo. fuck. I'm sure that's that exists. Honey, are you okay? You haven't put your jumberbund on yet. <laughs> jumberbund? Oh, honey, I had to I had to tighten up your jumberbund. You haven't eaten much this month. Oh, no. Are you going to have any of the pig roast tonight? What, what is the purpose of a cummerbund? Is it just to just Guys, a gut. Yeah. I mean, what's the purpose of any fashion? It's just a thing that evolved from a thing. It's like a man girdle. Yeah. A myrtle. (laughs) Myrtle jumper. Okay. If it evolved from a thing, what's the thing? Uh, Rob. Smart guy. He's Googling it. A belt. A cummerbund was adopted by the British military officers in colonial India where they saw it worn by sepoys, the Indian soldiers of the British Indian Army. Okay. Now tell us without reading. No. (laughs) I refuse. Ah, Take away your precious internet and you're just like us average schmoes that's right hey, speak for yourself with access to the internet to answer any question you possibly could want to answer mm-hmm. if i could add a superpower it was always the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy a copy of that book man was that a thing i wanted as a kid hold on if you had superpowers what you would want is a copy of a hitchhiker's guide that's to the a copy galaxy of a book. <laughs> rob that's a thing you can get i can get it for you for your birthday if you send me some money <laughs> Thanks. Easy done. No you know what? I whatsoever. I appreciate that. Could you nice collector's that, edition. I could get that for your birthday if you send me some. Send money. me a little more. I'll get you a nice hard copy. <laughs> nice version. Big Doran. <laughs> we're poor. Energy over here. Yeah. Yeah. We have no money. <laughs> Let me uh, I'll make you one out of wood. Speaking of BDE, <laughs> Big Doran Energy. Should we play some D and D? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> The warehouse is ominously dark and quiet. You stand around the trapdoor, leading down to who knows what. Doran, Red, Mari, Jack, what do you do? Who's the most injured in the party? I lost five health. Uh, I lost uh, six. I think Jack got got fucked up. Yeah, you got an arrow. So me. 
do me first. <laughs> Red's yeah. like, I need yeah. your help. I have Mar- a boo-boo, Mary. A boo-boo. Jack caught a couple arrows that he that got past his shield. Yeah, for definitely sure. and then, Jack. And then that the guy jumped out at him and slashed him up real good. I'd like to use my staff of healing on Jack. Ooh. Oh, yes, please do. First time on the show. Welcome, staff of healing. Ooh. Yes. Oh, you've got, yes. you've got to bring a whole staff with you? Jack's been trying to hire a staff for a long time, and they just... <laughs> <laughs> You never even paid us. I'm like Mark. Come here. (laughs) And a guy runs over. This is my intern, Mark. (laughs) Mari, what does your staff look like? What does it do? It's relatively short. It looks almost like plain. And then as you get closer, you see that it's covered in all these super fine little carvings of constellations. (laughs) So it's not just like a bunch of plus symbols? Yeah. (laughs) Stop of healing. (laughs) Yeah, it's just just got a thing. It's roughly carved into it. Like on a desk, it just says healing staff. (laughs) There's like blue pen in it. And then a whole bunch of pop punk lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) And that S though, right? Like with the... Safety pins down the side somehow. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my teen years. Oh. <laughs> it just hit me in the face. So healing. Oh. How many charges for a cure? Nice. A long rest or short rest? I think they regain at dawn. Yeah. I don't think it's a rest-based oh. thing. Yeah, it, re- it regains at dawn unless I use the whole thing and then it just blows up. Oh, shit. Yeah. So nine charges. <laughs> I have nine, nine charges. charges. I have nine yeah. left. So. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Don't use it That's all. great. And so. when it explodes, it kills everyone in a 60-foot <laughs> radius, right? The staff of healing slash killing. Yeah. <laughs> all of the damage it's healed over its career is totaled up, and at the end, it just all gets let <laughs> the go. The staff of healing to a point. That's the show finale, <laughs> is I'm just yeah, going to yeah. be like, yeah. I need that one more point, Mari. <laughs> It's not worth it, Red. Do it. We all go in a place of glory. Mm-hmm. Like supernova. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah. So you expend a charge on Jack? Yeah. Jack's arrow wounds start to close up, and he uh, starts to feel a little more stable on his feet again. He turns. Red, do we want to make sure there's nobody upstairs before we explore down that hole? Yeah, let me take a quick looky-loo. And Red heads upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Red, upstairs. You see there's a balcony that's open to the first floor, and it's stacked with crates. All right, I'm taking Jack's orders like I'm done. I'm looking around here. I don't see anybody. I'll do a perception. Mm-hmm. That would be a 16. Clearly, this upstairs space does not get much use. You walk past the open door of an office covered in dust and cobwebs. There are some bare shelves in here and old furniture. A lot of dust and... Whoa! Some shelves made out of bears. <laughs> Incredible craftsmanship. <laughs> oh, never mind. They're just empty. Yeah, I don't see anything. One of the crates is open. You see some moth-eaten bolts of cloth. Oh. I walk over and I take some cloth. Moth cloth? There's like little holes in it from the moths that ate it. Oh. And inside, I, I see this awesome robe. I grab it. You find like huh. an awesome pantsuit. Is it pantsuit? <laughs> is it crushed velvet? Yeah, it's a crushed it velvet pink. pantsuit. Yes. Uh-huh. Got it. <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> Coming back down. I picture though, you said pantsuit. You know what? All joking aside, I pictured like a hooded kind of like really flowy pantsuit. Mm. You know? Mm. Like imagine like a bell bottom top, bell bottom bottoms. Mm. Huh? Mm. Bell bottom top? Like the sleeves. Yeah. Like a bat wing. Yeah. Like all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're onto something here. 
cat. Here, Mari, I found something for you. And Red throws you this crushed velvet robe that is bell-bottomy and also flowy. Bell-bottom <laughs> top and bottom. <laughs> Make it look good on you. She like runs over to like a hidden corner, comes back out, and is the grooviest person in this room of death. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you look wet. <laughs> Sorry, Jack, I didn't get you anything. Are you guys interested in any more investigation around here? Yes, I have an investigation, but you guys might have already asked. We did not see the person we're looking for in the dead bodies, correct? No. Correct. Okay. It was just dusty upstairs, didn't see anything. Knowing that there's one secret door in this place makes me think there might be other hideouts or, or escape ways or other things. Jack might look around and see if he can find any other hidden spaces around here that we might mm. want to be aware of. Sure. Why don't you roll an investigation I'd check? love to. Seeing Jack walk around kind of knocking and tapping on walls and floors, mm-hmm. Doran's like, you know, I really love the way you think about these things. 17. Thanks, Doran. Well, <laughs> fuck off, I'm 17. busy. 17 what? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I was just pacing out so I could make a map of the place in my mind. It was 17 to yeah, here. That's great. And then... It's like 60 feet across. That's great. Doran doesn't know they've all been rolling dice this whole time. <laughs> and he's just in been like, hacking everyone up. What, Doran, what, how are you killing people? <laughs> I just do it. I don't, I don't, I don't ask. Oh, man, don't. that's the coolest part. Is this a game to you? <laughs> Jack, you do not detect any extra secrets. Maybe in the meantime, I'll go through the pockets of the people that we killed. Sure. Pockets of the people that we killed. Yeah, I mean, I can give you a total of gold if you're interested. Go through the pockets of the people that we killed. Hey, one of the crates upstairs was open. Any down here? And Red looks around at any of the crates and shipping supplies. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff down here, Red. Oh, yeah. Silly hats. <laughs> I mean, you joke, but there are a bunch of wood-framed paintings that are wrapped in leather. If you pry off one of the tops of these shipping crates, you see some silver trade bars, black with corrosion from being stored in mildew and uncared for. You see that there's a round table with some chairs around it, likely where the men were sitting before they heard your approach. And beside the table, there are these two half-full barrels of water that are open on top. Ah, I'll look in the water barrels. I, I also walk over to the water barrels. Hey, Mari, it's like you. Yeah. Wet. (laughs) hey water look she goes over and looks into the water barrels Mm -hmm. yeah it's clear water fresh there's something hidden here (laughs) (laughs) no it's just water water. (sighs) all right well look if our friend is really captured by these people he might be in danger so i suppose we should get a move on doran stands at the top of the stairway of this trap door peering at you all with his beady white eyes through bloody skin (laughs) <laughs> All right, it's going to be dark down there. Can everyone see in the dark, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Oh. Mari, you can't. Oh, here. Red reaches into the bag of holding, and he pulls out the goggles of the night that Kraloth had. Yeah. Hey, you might as well use these. Hey, those are Kraloth. Yeah. Well, he's not using them. <laughs> yeah, no. No, it just... Uh... And on the side, you see Kraloth scratched out. It says Mari. The band on the back of them is Super adjusted loose. for a giant head because <laughs> Kraloth was like 6'5 or whatever. I love that. Hey, you go use these. These were your friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just things, though. That arrow was mine, and I point to an arrow on a guy's head. 
<laughs> it's all transitive. She's very careful with them. Mm. She doesn't jam in her pocket trying to treat them well. Mm. And and maybe if you're doing that, you're like looking to see who's watching. Doran's definitely not watching. He does not care. Neither is Red. No. Red's picking his nose. You could jam him in your pocket. Jack's paying attention, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> now a little antsy to you know go find Oslid if he's still alive. Uh, Oslid was a guy in the bar. Really? You're actually... Yeah, oh, so it's Remy. Oh, that's right. Oh, Remy, yeah. I thought I was wrong there. Anyways. All right. Let's be smarter this time. Admittedly, my own fault. Red snaps his fingers and he casts his pass without trace. <sighs> we all have a plus 10 to our stealth rolls. Yeah. Excellent. Sneaky, sneaky. All right. Doran, you go down fast. And I will open the hatch. <laughs> a ladder drops down into the darkness below. And a gross smell wafts up from the pit. Uh, oh boy! Uh, Even grosser than all the corpse smell. Mm. And I thought they smelled bad <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> it did. Doran's like smelling it purposefully, like trying to catch what the different <laughs> smells are. Oh yeah, that's rancid. Oh. The way that dogs love bad smells. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Hint of putrefaction, a little bit of mold. So Doran goes down, actually. Uh, how steep is the ladder? Mm. How steep is Is it like ladders. a super steep? Could I go down walking forwards? Uh, You want to go down head first? No, 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 no. <laughs> For, forward, like walking down like stairs. No, it's a ladder. Have you, you seen a ladder walk down a ladder before? backwards if you try hard enough. Well, sometimes it's like, okay. Yeah, Doran climbs down the ladder like a normal ladder. <laughs> I am doing this normally. <laughs> <laughs> but in his hand, he holds Orc Splitter. So, you know, he's kind of not really concerned about the ability to climb down the ladder. But and what I'm getting at is I'm prepped to fight. <laughs> this is the longest fight. ladder climbing ever. I'm just saying I'm prepped Listen, for battle. Listen, he took the ladder this time. He didn't just hack through the floor. It's it's like an improvement. <laughs> Don't tease him too much or he won't do it next time. Like, this is the right direction for Doran. <laughs> Down. He's learning. Down into the ground. Hack through the floor, Doran. The correct direction. Doran, you descend down into this foul, dark sewer. A putrid stream flows along the tunnel, which oh. leads straight off in two directions. Oh. And he yells up. It looks like uh, a sewer system. Shut up, Doran. Of course. Of course. Right, right, right. All right, Jack, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, Jack takes the ladder down into the basement. Slash so you climb sewer. down head first. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I try. I try to do it with as many tricks as possible. I think it almost, you know, if I could do like a, you know, a slide down one side, hand and foot, one foot on it, the other hand and foot ready. Yeah. Whatever is cooler than however Doran tried to do. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When did Jack get so fucking awesome? <laughs> Holy crap! So you do a one eighty at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just you do a kickflip. And Red takes the robe back from Mari and strings it back around him. And he's like, you're going to be okay if we run into some trouble down there? Yeah, yeah. I I should have a weapon with me, shouldn't I? Yeah, do you have one? Uh, and she reaches into the, uh, onto her belt, and on her belt is Sprig, the little dagger that she had before. And she just takes that, and she's like, yeah, I, I got this. Oh, that's terrible. Red grabs a scimitar from the floor and hands it to her. Use this instead. There's like a hand still holding it. <laughs> stop, stop. He like kicks it off. <laughs> She just looks and she stabs the arm that's attached to it and it just explodes in flowers and like a thing of gore and flowers. Oh, all right. Well, maybe yours is better. And he drops it. <laughs> <laughs> and she just wipes it off. 
All right. And Redhead's down next. But he dives head first. <laughs> the way it should be done. You land directly in this disgusting sewer water. <laughs> Worth it. Mari, you're alone now in this warehouse full of dead bodies looking down into a hole. And it's dark in there. And it smells bad. Uh, okay. I can do this. And she, she casts a druid craft around her head so that it just smells nice. Maybe she can smell how much it stinks. So she's got like a little like like a little perfume bubble around her and puts on the goggles. Yeah. And climbs down the ladder. They look badass on you. Fuck yeah. They look so cool. Except there's like this pink kind of aura around your head. <laughs> you can only smell it. You can't see yeah, it, but you yeah, can smell it. If you get yeah. close to her, you're like, oh, what is that? Vanilla? It's like floating potpourri. <laughs> it's stuff. It's like, you know when when like morticians, they rub that like the menthol? smelly stuff? Yeah. Vicks Vapo Rub yeah. on your upper lip. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have like yeah. smelling salts around your head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. So you guys are standing in this sewer. Jack poofs. Ah. You poop. Jack poofs Kieran into the pocket dimension and then lets him out in the sewer we're in to hopefully help us. Oh, he immediately doesn't like being down here. The sludge that he's standing in just starts to seep through his golden fur. Yeah. He's like he's like chest deep or deeper yeah. in this gross water. And back into the pocket for you. <laughs> You're going to need a bath later, but I'm hoping maybe some part of Remy's apartment will still smell like him. Maybe your nose will pick something up, buddy. Oh, I feel for... I, yeah, yeah. All right, Doran, are you having a stroke? <laughs> he's got a big, big mouthful of it. I feel bad for that dog. I tell you, I feel, he can smell a lot better than I can, and... Uh, it does not smell very good down here. How deep is it? I worry. I worry for Dory. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty deep in the very center. So the sewer is cylindrical. Right. So mm. in the center, it's quite deep. It's maybe three and a half feet. So it's pure cylinder, no ledge. There is a slight pure ledge. Cylinder. <laughs> there is like a two and a half foot ledge on either side. So you yeah. can travel on dry land or sludgy land, but you would be squeezing. Yeah, so that Doran, Doran's actually quite comfortable at his height. And, and so as he came down the ladder, the first thing he did was step onto that ledge. And he sees mm-hmm. everybody else come down and they step into the sludge. Into the sludge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not a lot of option. Oh, right. Boost Kieran up to the ledge so he's at least walking yeah. on dry land. I better get up too. And Red scampers up to the high ground. Yeah. Mari just sort of is standing as she's, she's, uh, when she got up sort of partway on the ladder, she sort of saw like, oh, this is, this is not going to be good. And she just like slips her boots off and rolls them into the bag <laughs> <laughs> and just is like, oh. you know, you're not selling me on it. I mean, Red didn't tell you there'd be part with sewers. Uh, no, he never, no, no one's really mentioned the part that's mostly disgusting. Yeah, I it, mean, other than the death and the blood, but the, the part of the filth water wasn't really brought up. I assumed we'd be outside more. I wasn't anticipating it either. I'm not going to lie. No. Yeah. No. I don't think anybody else is, uh, I don't think any of us were anticipating this filthy uh, sewer system, but it would make sense. Our adventurers take us many places, some magical, some poopy. <laughs> Who's got the highest passive perception? Dirty 20 for my passive. Ooh, that's a hot perception. Yeah, I'm hot. <laughs> 11. Woohoo! <laughs> fliff, fliff. <laughs> Red, as you hoist yourself up onto this 
narrow ledge on the side of the sewer culvert, you see a tiny symbol scratched in chalk. Hey, there's a little symbol here. Red squints and looks close. Mm-hmm. It's a simple finger-sized illustration. Mm. Looks like maybe a fish or a tadpole of some kind. It looks like a fishy, a little fish guy. Hey, take a look at this. Mm. Have I seen it before? Can I roll anything? No, you've never seen this before. I've never seen this before in my life. Can I do an arcana check? Sure. See if that helps. Roll arcana. Oh, uh, 11. My internet dice have to go to hell right now. Yeah. yeah. You need real. Yeah. I do. I have only. the real physical dice here. Real so. rocks. That way we can shame it. Mari, you don't recognize this sigil as a rune or any kind of magic insignia that you would remember. It's just a fish. It's like a weird fish. Hmm. Like a weird little tadpole thing. Jack could give it a, a once over. He's pretty historically knowledgeable. This is his hometown. He might have heard something about it. Sure. A 14 on the history there. No, you don't recognize this symbol at all. That's when Doran perks up and he sees you all inspecting this symbol and he goes, Well, it would make sense that if uh, the bandits were uh, you know, going around the sewers, they, they would... They would know that this was a place to go up based on this uh, the symbol, right? I guess. Oh, I would... wait, you're right. Isn't this fish street above us? Oh. <laughs> oh, shit, Doran. Well done, you old nincompoop. And I tussle your head. Well, hey. He blushes on his bum. Aw. Oh, yeah, that's canon, by the way. <laughs> Doran always blushes via the bum. Yeah. Bum. All oh, right, bum, the bum, bum blush. blush. Oh, okay, the red on his face is just blood. Yes, yeah. correct. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why. The red not on always his blushing. face is just blood. <laughs> uh, well done, Doran. Just always bloody. <laughs> hey, that makes sense. Let's keep pushing forward and, and be sneaky. Mm-hmm. Which way should we go? To the left, to the left. Everything you want in the box, to the left. Well, which way's uh, left? Because if we're standing on that side, then that's left. And if we're standing on that side... Red goes one way. Are you traveling in the direction that the tadpole is traveling? Ah. Yes. And we travel in the direction of the tadpole. The ground under your feet is slimy and wet, caked with sewer ooze. And the water that flows underfoot smells strangely of some chemical down here. Unseen to any of you, a smooth, pale hump protrudes from the sewer water behind you. On its crest, one greasy orb, an eye hooded with malice, blinks slowly, and then it sinks below the water and disappears. Does anyone else have the feeling we're being watched? Hmm. No. Doran keeps walking. (laughs) (laughs) He's just shuffling ahead. Inspiration, Alex? No, I don't. I would love it, though. I'm giving you inspiration. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm fine. For doing the opposite of improv. (laughs) Yes, instead of yes and, it's no, bye. No. No. Leave it alone. (laughs) No, Doran, say no. After several T-junctions and four-way intersections following the tiny symbols you spot on the walls, Mm. you come to a three-way intersection where a ladder leads up into a stone shaft capped by a circular metal cover. Hmm. All right, well, uh, does anyone have silence? No. Shh. 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 (laughs) 
I've cast it. It's called Shh. Shh. Oh, sorry. Pass it along. Are you shushing me right now? How dare you shush me right now? Do you actually have silence? No. no. It's called all of you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we should be in marching order, I think. Actually, that's a great point. Marching order. Let's talk order. about marching order. For no so reason So Red whatsoever. can do combat, but he is most effective by far at a distance, which usually means Red should be at the back, and Dorn is the complete opposite, which usually means he should be at the front. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess Mari's tougher than Jack. What are your hit points? What's everyone's hit points? Probably. Little Diddy. But Jack and Mari. Mine, I have 66. 84. Oh, yeah, you're tough. 65. We're talking health points here. I'm a 93. Okay, so you actually have the next highest other than Doran. Yeah. All right. Doran, you take up the lead. I got your back. Mm-hmm. And I think our marching order is going to be Doran, Mari, Jack, Red. Darren, Maury. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Jack, Rad. <laughs> Jark and Fleck. We have to be yeah. Jack 30 Rad. feet of you to get, to get past without trace? Yeah, mm-hmm. good call. So 30 feet of you. Probably we're not bunched up right, right together, but. There's a little, there's a little space, but I think we'd be staying pretty close together anyways. Yeah, there's you're like. All, stand so close to me. You're all holding on to like a rope, like you're in kindergarten and you're on a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine that Mari sort of is like kind of hesitating and is sort of originally planning to go at the back <laughs> and then sees like red kind of like prepping arrows and stuff and Jack's looking a little a little dinged up. Mm-hmm. It's okay, Mari. You got this. It's okay. Holding the dagger and just like tapping the wall again. Just stay close to me. I was going to say you guys have been walking for like half an hour and for some reason you guys are all like, all right. now." Suddenly <laughs> I'm like, section. just stay close sure. to me. He like claps a hand, a big blood print. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I love how Mari or Alex, I guess, knows Doran's character already so innately. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's iconic. Well, does anybody really know Doran's character? It seems so simple oh. on the exterior, doesn't he? But he has brothers, you know. He has brothers. He has brothers. I heard about that. <laughs> Yeah, like there was like a thing written on a scroll, like like on the side of a building. <laughs> a bird flew by and went, "Ah, Doran has brothers." You know, <laughs> I used talk to plants, and the plant told me that Doran has brothers. Mm. Doran has brothers. <laughs> you, know? you know, you're like, who the fuck is Doran? Why does everyone keep talking about it? Once it's in a vine, you it's know? there forever. You know, uh, <laughs> you heard it from the grapevine. You know, oh. then it got replaced by TikTok. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you guys move up slowly. Psst, I had brothers, you know. Shut up, Taran. You keep saying that. As you move through this T-junction, several strange creatures emerge from the sewer water, blocking your progress forward mm. and backward. They seem to be large crustaceans, though their bodies are slender and their faces hang with a tangle of wet tentacles. Each holds two huge lobster-like claws out of the water, clacking with aggression. They move towards you hungrily. Everybody roll for initiative. Whoa! Wow, I've been rolling like crap. What'd you roll? Rolling like crap. What did you roll, Alex? I rolled a five. That no. is a crappy roll. I rolled a nine. Oh. Nine oh. for Alex. Not too bad of a crappy roll. Jack, what'd you get? 22. Whoa. Red? 11. Mm. 11. <laughs> what? That's what I sound like. I, <laughs> I like it so much. You asked Red. You didn't ask Harlan. 
<laughs> Harlan, what'd you get? I got 11. 11. What? I got 11. What do you guys think you your dexterity um, modifier would be as real people? Oh, no. Just to totally fuck up the whole uh Honestly, vibe of this. and this genuinely, I think this is one of the most untrue things about D&D. <laughs> My decks would change so drastically depending on the day and the hour sure yeah if it's like, first if thing you, in the morning yeah if i'm like if i am like in the mode where i'm like cleaning the house and picking up after henry and shit yeah my dexterity is like plus six but 90 percent of the time maybe a negative two you know what i mean like, you have a baseline though. I, baseline everyone's got to be zero right like i don't think my baseline like it all no, depends I wouldn't on say context gotta be zero. while i'm sleeping my dexterity is not plus four <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you're very stable like, it'd be hard to yeah. knock you over more. That's true. When you're lying down? Yeah. Or yeah. Harlan specifically when he's sleeping. I mean, I'm he's like the a tree. stablest. Yeah. I'm a tree. Yeah. Anyway, let's play some D&D. So, Jack, it's your turn first. What do you do? Yeah. Jack sees these critters in front of him. And, you know, he's his whole life heard of all of the stories of it could come from the water deep sewers and everything being like, oh, they snatched it and went into the water deep sewers and changed into something else. I and love that. He's freaking out. He's never been down here himself, actually. But seeing something actually crawl out of the sewers, things that like should only ever be a fairy tale and it's real life like a 12-foot lobster man, it, not okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he, he pulls out all the stops. He's He's got this huge fireball conjured he's throwing a little bit of the the extra english on there from from you know using as much of his alchemical casting to pull it all together into some kind of crazy big spell and he lets it loose down the sewer in front of them up into that big circular chamber and tries to catch as many of these things as he can in a blast of force and fire love to see it and I also love that Jack mm -hmm. is wasting all of his big spell slots. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, no. Nothing else will be happening yep. uh, in this adventuring day. Mari's at the back going, cool trick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What kind of a save am uh, I rolling? I would you? like dexterity saving throws looking for 17. Sounds great. And you're catching four of them in the front here with That's them? what it looks like to me. All right. Ooh, first one's a 19, uh, a 15, so that fails. A 6, and a natural 20. Six. Whoa. So it looks like maybe the two that are closer to the epicenter of this blast take its full force, and the two on the outside succeed. 37 damage total is force and fire wash over these critters, or half of that for the two in the back, I guess. Um, you say critters. When you call them critters, it makes them seem less menacing. Sorry, I meant the critters. It's a famous story about shit from the sewers in Waterdeep. I, I, oh I my could... god. If everything needs context, it's not valuable to say. It's, it's something everybody here knows. <laughs> We're not from here. Well, that's the... I'm sorry. I'll try and be more inclusive. That's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love that exchange. That's perfect. Yeah, so looking ahead of him, throws this fireball, turns behind, sees one more, and just reaches out psychically to try and push it back five feet with a bonus action. Strength save? Yes. 17 strength saving throw, please. Yeah, I just rolled a 17. Well, then, so. then it doesn't move, uh, and Jack moves right tight against the wall. Cowering beside your golden retriever in the darkness. Making sure there's only two <laughs> paths of attack and not three. No, that's perfect. And things down here 
smelled just a little bit better for a minute. There's like a, a baked lobster smell as this fire and force yeah. erupts from the center. We're, we're lucky there wasn't a lot of methane going on, but <laughs> yeah. Well, my problem is that I already had like the vanilla bubble around my head, so now mm. it smells like vanilla fish. So I'm the only one who goes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Red, it's your turn. What do you do? It's Red's turn. I thought they were going to go before me. Nope. I'm so unexpected. This is so... <laughs> okay. Did you um, say red or bread? Because it smells like calamari in here. <laughs> Hells. <laughs> red will hop out. And is there anything I can do that's cool? Everything you do is cool, honey. I have this thing, frigid touch, where if I touch water, it freezes. It won't have sex with you. I love it. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. sex in this episode. I have this idea where I like step out on this flowing water and it freezes beneath my Ooh, foot. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, but it's an action. Don't, don't you water walk too? Yeah, but, but again, it's an action. It would look cool, but mechanically, I don't want to waste a spell slot. So <laughs> instead, Red will lean out. Ah, fuck it. He'll jump down into the water. Yeah, sploosh, sploosh, motherfuckers. And I'm going to fire an arrow at the two creatures, uh, or uh, critters, he says as he nods to Jack, uh, at the far end, straight across from me. All right. And I am going to use one of my magic arrows. Are you aiming at the one that's most fried? I'm aiming at both. What? From Mari's position, you see Red reach into his quiver, which has never had any arrows in it. And as he goes to grab one, an arrow materializes in his hand. I mean, that's pretty cool. He pulls out an arrow, dude with magic, and he fires it. And I'm going to cast a piercing arrow. Awesome. So when I use this option, instead of making an attack roll, the arrow fires forward in a straight line, which is one foot and 30 feet long. So each creature in a line must make a dexterity saving throw. Sick. The first one fails with an eight. Nice. The second one rolled a 12. 12 fails. All right. So both of these fail. They both take 16 damage. Sick. As an ethereal arrow pierces through both of them. And then I'll attack again. But just the one at the front. Assuming it's still standing. Better than it ever did. Is it still standing? I need to know GM. Yeah, this arrow just... Boo, 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 boo. Split, split. Uh, Just skewers through both of these giant crustacean monstrosity creatures. And they are still standing, but fragments of their shell shattered and uh, rain down in the water around them. 13 to hit. No. Damn. My second arrow misses. Mm. And I'm going to spend my feline agility to run back the way I came and hide behind Mari and Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm second weakest. There's just an ever-growing line of heroic adventurers cowering against the far wall. (laughs) Behind Mari, who definitely wants to be here the most. I have one hit point more than the wizard. (laughs) She's just standing there as they all go like, ha-ha, and then just hide behind her back like like Red's like (laughs) under her jacket. Jacket, like peeking out. Like, Mari, Mari, protect me. You're so much stronger than me. The critters. Mari, it's your turn. Oh, God. None of these guys are dead yet, right? It's okay, Mari. They're the bad guys. You can destroy them. 
No, this is the welcoming committee. They're like, welcome to our sewers. Ow, ow, why are you hurting us? I did that once while I was, uh, when I was DMing. Mean. When you were a giant lobster? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, hello. Uh Um, I, I, uh, yeah, and then after they killed all the guys, one of the dudes in the group just went, are we the bad guys? What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. He was just, just make them roll initiative Mm -hmm. at at inopportune moments. Yeah. Like, Uh during a surprise party um <laughs> these things are animals they are not oh okay never mind they're shellfish uh, aren't shellfish animals? pretty well shellfish don't grow to like horse-sized they look like clawed xenomorphs clawed albino xenomorphs my name is claude claude xenomorph it's <laughs> <laughs> my next character idea uh, my name is claude xenomorph my middle name ah yes of course it's albino <laughs> <laughs> Mari just sort of looks around at all these guys, just sort of, go for it, your turn. <laughs> just like hiding behind her. And I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay. You know, she just sort of locks uh, eyes, eye. How many eyeballs does these things have? Six? 44? Uh, they each they have, have two. two. Uh, but they're, they're small, beady little black eyes that are kind of couched in the chitin of their face. Gross. Gross. Um, yep. The one straight in front the one that red just missed 17 to hit nice you do hit 11 damage so she's pulling back a bit from a previous <laughs> uh thing she's trying to she's trying to control it because last time it was a little much and this time she's kind of undercompensating okay so what does it look like when you cast guiding bolt and it hits this creature she closes her eyes and she moves one hand around and a little rune appears and then she pushes it forward and it just flies out in a glittering beam. And when it hits the thing, you know, it lands and creates this big flash. And then even after the flash is gone, the thing it hit just keeps glittering as if it's covered in like broken glass. Ooh. Cool. Nice. Very cool. Wow, Mary, well done. Wow. That's some powerful magic. Dorn's like wide-eyed looking at you. Dorn wants to get into... uh deep conversation about this with Jack, but this is not the right opportunity. It is not the right opportunity, uh, as it is my creature's turn. <gasps> the critter's turn. It's our turn. The critter that's behind you marches up and pulls itself out of the water with its giant pinchy claws. What the fuck? And it attacks the creature closest to it, our beautiful Kieran. <gasps> no. no. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, natural one. That's a miss. That's a miss. Then 23 to hit. Yup. So Kieran, yup, like cutely dodges out of the way and then gets caught in the giant pincer. Yes. Uh, and everyone and uproarious applauds what? in the audience. And oh. cut right in half. <laughs> He takes... She kills this dog so much. It's not a real dog. It just like poofs away. Okay. He takes 10 bludgeoning damage as he is squeezed into oblivion. This this most adorable golden retriever. The more adorable you force us to believe him to be, the more she kills him. With a cap. Him. How do you not understand how this works, Rob? And a scarf. Just looking so pathetic, having trudged through sludge, trying to he find this poor even missing man. More pathetic being and in this moment, thankfully, he disappears into a puff of celestial light, and there is no gore because that would be really sad. He shatters all of his bones. <laughs> 
<laughs> it erupts R. I. P. into Pucci. a spurt of blood. That's great. Um, Unfortunately, there is a little bit of a a critter conundrum um, as there is kind of a bottleneck up at the top. Cutest almost death battle ever. (laughs) (laughs) A critter conundrum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, we're out of space. Clippy, clippy. The foremost critter uh, manages to get up just close enough to attack Mari. And the other one that was coming from the north menaces Doran. Mm. The other two are actually unable to reach our heroes with their movement, and so they're going to continue just shuffling and jockeying for space with their friends. Meanwhile, this first lobster monster tries to catch you up in its claws, Doran. That's only a 14 to hit you. That will not succeed. Nice. You fail, lobster. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, 24. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay. You take 14 bludgeoning damage. And what is more, Doran, you are lifted off of your tiny dwarf feet as the creature grapples you in one powerful lobster claw. Uh Uh-oh. Don't love it. So Mm. you're grappled right now. It seems that I've been... There's got to be a funny line here. (laughs) I'll I'll let you think about that while I attend to Mari. Mari, this other giant lobster from hell, tries to attack you with its pincers. So the first one hits you. Poor lady. She's just, she's not prepared for fighting. Mm. (laughs) She's prepared for hanging out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Think about this adventure she's been on. She's like, I think I'll seek out this nice person I met. And you go to a tavern and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, you're like in the sewers after a bloody battle. Yeah, and she's just this like... This is not what you were expecting at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, if she survives this, she's going to do a throw up. Yeah. So say we all. <laughs> it is going to crush you with its claw. Mm. You take... Ooh, cracked eye. Crush you with its claw. You take 11 bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. Oh, that's bad. And now that you are grappled in this creature's claw, with its second attack, it's going to bring you up to its mouth and try to munch on you with its mouth tentacles. I don't like this at all. No. Make a constitution saving throw. 20. All right. (laughs) You're doing great. (laughs) Okay, you're fine. For now. For now. For now. For now. For now. Oh, shit. I just closed the fucking tab. (laughs) Battle over. (laughs) Legally, it has to be over. You close the tab. No takes backsies. We win. Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Alexander, Ruku, Lost with Two Faces, Matilda Rushing, Lida, Chelsea Chong, KR, Sky, Creature, Regan, Michelle Kong, Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Melanie Xian, Artistic Witch, Brian Blas, Lars, Gray, Bryn, Daniel, Tara, Doug, Mari Kaniski, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, and Michael and Brianna Weber. Thank you so much!
I've been rolling my new gemstone dice from Fanex. I almost is. bought some. We spent too much money on fucking gemstone dice. Seven thousand dollars. I, I, I my I was like texting Andy like I was like oh fuck man I'm gonna sp- I just, all I want to do is buy a bunch of dice. <laughs> what was in that like tone a, of yeah. voice? Like a drug addict, yeah. but with dice. Oh Did you get the stuff? Voice and fucking dice. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.